Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Hey guys, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by our friends at ProTaper. I'm Don Maeda here in the Swap Moto Live office, joined by uh, Chase Curtis, a surprise guest host today, and Jeremy McGrath, the king. And uh, of course, we have Anton on the line from St. Louis. So what are we, off-season week four, right? Is it really only four? It's only been like four weeks, I think, since uh, since Fox Raceway. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But uh, it's so weird. Christmas is right around the corner. I know. Right? Oh, Halloween's yeah. over. You're like, what? This is crazy. <laughs> so, what do you think, dude? Uh, Supercross is usually like January fourth or something, or right <laughs> after the holiday. Mm-hmm. This year we have like two weeks to breathe before it all starts. I'm stoked about it. Yeah, I kind of like it. I I've looked at the schedule, and I mean, the only people that aren't on the schedule are the ones missing out. Really, you know, I think it's pretty awesome the schedule they're gonna have with the two or three rounds per town and. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I mean, now you can schedule a trip. Like, hey, let's go somewhere for a week. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm already planning on the whole Texas Dallas trip. You know, that'd mm-hmm. be fun. Go hang with my friend Jim and play some golf and watch some Supercross. So yeah, looks good to me. So as a racer, when you were uh, still active, was it kind of hard to enjoy the holidays with your family and stuff because you always knew Anaheim was just around the corner? Yeah. You know, look, it's. I mean, you can get away with one night. I mean, if you if you're not going crazy or something, but you know, I mean, one night, it's not gonna hurt you. Yeah. Um. By that time, usually everyone's ready anyway, right? So it's like you know, you need a little break. You need to clear your head. You need a little therapy that's away from the bike and whatever you know. So, um, it's gonna be nice having a couple of weeks. I mean, you got to remember when I first started, it used to be like it used to be like January 23rd. Oh yeah. Sure. Wow. So yeah. A, as my career progressed and got longer and longer, it, it always you know, it became like the first week in January. So right. New Year's got a little tougher as the whole thing went along, but mm-hmm. I was used to it. I mean, um, early January starts kind of, I feel bad for these guys though. You know, they race so much. So I think they're all going to probably, uh, really enjoy the schedule. So mm-hmm. midweek supercrosses are kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Three week, three, three in a span of 10 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Anton, uh, they, they, uh, finally released the, uh, gas gas info. And uh, mm-hmm. Chase and I were actually on the trail on our mountain bikes this morning when we saw the video for the first time. And uh, I thought that was clever how they had they had Bam Bam riding around the trials bike <laughs> with the open face and goggles. And do you think it was actually Barsha? Do you think he has that much talent, or do you think Jeff? Yeah, Aaron hell yeah, it? that was him. Really? Yeah, dude, it couldn't have been Jeff Aaron. Jeff Aaron's like nine feet tall. Yeah, true. True. Depends what he was doing on the bike. I didn't see it. Uh, he just like rode off a log or yeah, something. Yeah. Oh, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> No problem. I I thought it was cool. I didn't see the video, but I did see all their gear and stuff. Yeah, that's and like good, that huh? all red gear looks pretty cool. So yeah. sick. I, I like the cool. bat. I like how he's holding the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got. I saw. I was reading some responses on that. It was pretty cool. You know, so Chase and I were looking at the <clears throat> pictures and stuff. And was that was that Pierce or Moseman we saw that picture of in the orange and blue gear? Oh, Moseman. Yeah, Moseman's riding in that same royal blue and orange riding gear on the gas i'm like dude they need to never, never. ever wear that color again because it was like so contrasting but of. it was so played out on the ktm right yep. right like right, i right. always thought um 
Troy Lee team looked sicker as a Honda team. Mm-hmm. And then, because they yeah. always wore the blue and orange. Well, you know, I mean, for me, it's, I felt like on the Honda team, the gear and stuff stood out a lot more, right? Right. But the KTM orange is pretty overpowering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty hard to outshine the bike. Right. And they had to go pretty wild to do that sometimes. And, and the blue, I mean, the suit covered blue, like, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and the orange and some of the stuff. Yeah. I mean, you got to give it to them, though. They're always trying something different. I mean, Troy's mm-hmm. an artist, and that's mm-hmm. what he is first and foremost. So it's it's pretty cool. You, you, sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose yeah. on the look. But uh, for the most part, yeah, I think the uh, red gear, they hit a home run on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited. Even last Thursday, <clears throat> Thursday morning, I was at Glen Hone for a little bit when uh, Mosman was getting there to ride the bike for the first time. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hunter Falk and all the, all the mechanics and stuff were already kitted out in their gas gas Troy Lee pick pit stuff and i was yeah. like oh that red looks good it looks good oh they were so the mechanics yeah were, they're already head to toe and they and like gas gas stuff. they they uh out scoop the riders kind of yeah <laughs> they're yeah. in their gear before the riders yeah oh, yeah that's cool yeah i think everything everything that troy does head to toe looks pretty sick cause, i mean he lays his hands mm-hmm. on her do you think is maki still at troy lee oh yeah yeah, he's still there. So I mean, yeah. he's he's the guy behind a lot of the stuff. Yeah, I mean, just he's got a great crew over there. Those guys have been doing it for years, and and Troy's not a guy that's going to pass that duty on to someone else. You know, mm-hmm. he's got a vision, and he's still in it. Yeah. You know, he's still way in there. So, mm-hmm. although sometimes we go like Troy, man, you can back it down a little. You've been going <laughs> going hard for a lot of years, but he's like, nope. Yeah. So you got to commend that. Yeah, Twan, what did you think of the gear? All the red stuff. I think it's sick. I think it's a, a different color red, too. It looks like blood red instead of that, like, bright Honda red. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree that I, I always thought the Troy Lee designs Hondas were better looking than the KTMs. You know, just because Troy had more freedom, he wasn't part of the big corporate umbrella at that time. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of sponsors and all that stuff works into this one, too, because, you know, Troy's always had a really good relationship with changing up the look of the bike and stuff like that. So that all red template could could actually offer more like yeah. more unique details mm-hmm. is, was this, is this still red bull it's still red bull yeah yeah, yeah. you know the funniest story i ever heard about troy is like he always lands these strange sponsors right like he had the sonic tools and stuff but do you remember seeing pro torques on the bikes yeah t-o-r-x mm-hmm. you know what that was Mm-mm. so there's a gear maker in brazil and he just rips off everything from Troy and he was like going to Asia and making a Pro Torx helmet that was exactly the same as the SE2 helmet really and the gear is exactly the same it said Pro Torx and so from what I was told Troy flew to Brazil to to serve that guy a cease and desist or whatever no and they were working out and Troy's all well why don't you just sponsor my team then <laughs> and so the guy paid the race team or something and that's why there was a Pro Torx logo <laughs> on the Troy Lee bikes mm-hmm. because this guy that used to rip them off. And I know this because my friends that work at Dirt Action Magazine in Brazil, mm-hmm. the test rider used to come over and do our shootout with us um, for their magazine. He was like a guest at our shootout, and he always had this gear that looked exactly like Troy Lee, but it said Pro Torx. And the helmet, That's funny. But the helmet was way cheaper. It had like a seam down the middle because it was like plastic. Oh, God. <laughs> just glued together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> need to interview his riders to see if they lasted. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so any uh, any new breaking news, Anton, that you heard? Um, On that on the Pierce Brown thing, 
I guess that his leg and his knee um, that he hurt earlier this year is way worse than right. what they initially expected. So it sounds like he could be out for quite some time for the Supercross season just trying to get this thing figured out. Like, it sounds like it could be a full knee reconstruction, ah. especially for a young guy like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they have to do because that could be a second spot that does get filled if he can't make the start of the season or if he gets delayed too much. Mm-hmm. Well, they can't call Hartraff back. Well, they can't. <laughs> They cannot. He got a ride. Did he? He did. Oh, who? I don't know if I'm allowed to say. Well, he's on a 450. A 452. Yeah. Is it? Is it a? And he's going to be drinking some specialized oh, tea. <laughs> no way. Heck yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, I think that's that, a good pickup. Yeah, that's really that's good. Fine. I mean, I, I think that kid is. He's going to do better on a 450 because he was oh, kind yeah. of not kind of. He was very large for a 250F. Right. And he's big and strong, and he'll be able to kickstart that bike just fine. Is it all year? <laughs> uh, I would imagine so, because they're a full full yeah. year team now, right? They're not just uh, yeah, not Supercross only anymore. I was wondering mm-hmm. if if um, Shane going to MCR would opening open some other spots up. Yeah, it's cool. Where did yeah. Shane go? Shane went to uh, Smart Top Bullfrog Spas Moto Concepts Honda. Mm. So uh, it's it's McElrath, Benny Bloss. Shame. Now there's some de- de- there's no there's, hill. <laughs> yeah, it's no hill? debate on Justin Hill, right? It depends who you ask. Yes, the team, he's there. Yeah, the team press release says he's on the team. I called Justin just to BS last week. I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah." And because he, he's going to have his kid, I think this week. Oh, okay. Or next week. And so he's I'm just full dad duty. That's all I'm thinking about right now. And I was like, "Well, what's going on for next year?" And he goes, "I'm not sure. I, I think I'm still on the team." Or, or a Hill Brothers race team would be sick. I mean, that's all he said. But then at the same time, we've heard from our friends at O'Neill that they've signed him to a head-to-toe contract. Yeah. And then you have Josh commenting on MCR stuff saying, Justin's not signed. He didn't sign anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of weird. Yeah, I heard Monty. I heard Monty said some stuff like that, too, like similar to what Josh said. Like, oh, you know. But, yeah, that'll be interesting to see because – all the other guys have already posted Liat gear and, and all their other stuff, and yeah. Justin's just kind of keeping a low profile right They're now. They're all riding today. Yeah. 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 Now, I was going to go to uh, Hemet this morning and shoot those guys for Liat, but I guess it got post the photo shoot got postponed until next week, but they're out there. I, I did a podcast with uh, McElrath last week, and he's super pumped on the bike. We, we talked about him riding a 20 this year mm-hmm. instead of the 21. And he was fine with it. He said, first ride on the bike, it was a home run. He, he even moved he, the bars. He said so he moved the brake pedal or something. Yeah, and that was brake it. pedal. Yeah. And then he they changed the sag just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that was it, right? Yeah. So um, Brayton's still going to run that team on that team for Super Brayton is racing for Penright. Penright, I think. Yeah, oh, that's, my, that's Uribe, that my buddy I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, what do you think about that? So, you know, with the 21 Honda 450 being all new, Freezy is going to ride the 21 Honda and R&D it. And they have all these 20s that are built up all bitching and everything. They're going to put Hill, McElrath, and Bloss on 20s. Well, I think, I mean, it's already proven, right? Those guys rode great last year. Yeah. I mean, and I, I, I know the 21's all new, but it's kind of like MotoGP, you know? And the f- two A riders get the newest stuff, and then it kind of trickles down to the support teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, these days, the 20 and 21 or the 18 and 19, I mean, they're just all so close. Unless it's a major model change, which is Honda's bike all new this year, brand new. It's yeah, all new it's model all change. New, yeah. 
So, well, I mm-hmm. thought the engine was close to the same, though. Mm. The mapping's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> but slower. yeah, I thought it's, it's fat. Thought that, oh, it runs rich, yeah. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, and it's it seems like that this is going to be a good thing because Tony's kind of already started to put out there, hey, this will let those three guys just focus. And mm. th- these guys, I mean, there's no denying that like Bloss and McElrath have to deliver. I mean, this is a turning point year for those guys. Hill has to deliver too. And if you take them having the, oh, man, I don't know how to do on this bike excuse out of the equation, I mean, it's all on them at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's someone in this room that rode an older bike. This For a long period of time. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I mean, look, the old ones work good, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes, right? Sometimes They're just going the more of a headache. Sometimes it's more of a headache to have the new one. I mean, just like you said, Antoine, it's like, dude – if you got to spend the time thinking about testing all that and they've got the 20 worked out pretty good, maybe, te- you know, they're going to have some test days. They got to work out their suspension, whatever. I mean, at least they don't have to worry about too much stuff, chassis design and chassis feeling, all this crazy stuff. So could be a benefit to those guys. And like you said, they're, they have to produce. So mm-hmm. it's now or never, right? Cause next year they might not have a ride if they don't produce. So yeah, it's probably a good option for those guys. And if I was them, I probably wouldn't be worried about it. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter much. I think uh, McElrath being so comfortable right off the bat, like I was asking him later off the off the air about how it was changing bikes. He said when we went to KTM to star, it was harder than starting yeah. out. And I think that, that you think that would probably have to do with steel frame and aluminum frame. I think it's because of how we forget how long Shane spent on that bike. Like he mentioned it in the podcast, but. He was full Honda kid forever, mm-hmm. and like like he said in the part, I mean, he rode the Honda 450 every day. Like mm-hmm. it didn't break on him, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's what six, seven years different, but it's still a Honda. Yeah. So I don't know, but probably a little bit to do with that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was the change from '95 to '96 Honda? Uh, well, every year, so I rode. You, it's well, well that, wait, it's documented. Or with ninety six, ninety seven on. Yeah, the, the aluminum frame. Here's a couple scars on my chin. I had to show you how it went. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't go so well. I was, we were all over the country, even in Japan, riding the works bike and all that stuff, and it was just like, man. I mean, it was like for me at least, you know, it was like putting a square peg in a round hole. It's just, it just wasn't working. And really, the the straw that broke the camel's back for me in that year, when that happened, when I went, you know, shit hit the fan, and then I was like. Mel Harris at Suzuki was a complete hero and just took the chance on signing me up with the, you know, two, three weeks to go before the year. Uh, the straw that broke the camel's back was we went to Glen Helen to test. And I mean, that tracks, you know, you no forgiveness there. No. And we took that bike, you know, and, and probably because of my, you know, my supercross abilities or whatever, I could make anything work pretty much probably mm-hmm. back then. But riding outdoors, I mean, which, you know, it's, at that point, I had it pretty figured out mm-hmm. at, in outdoors, but uh, riding that bike outdoors was like, I mean, I was getting bucked all over the track. I, I was like, I was like talking to myself going, man, did I forget how to ride? I mean, I just won <laughs> mm-hmm. everything, you know, a couple months ago, and yeah. now I can't, I can't even stay in this rut. Yeah, yeah. So it was really, uh, that was kind of the deal. I mean, right then it was like, I went home, I was like, told my dad, I'm like, look, we gotta, we gotta make a change. It's not going to happen. I don't care what the money is. I don't care. I just, I want to win races. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be able to do it on this bike. So it's either we change or my basically my stock in as a racer is going to go down because I'm going to 
either cartwheel myself or yeah. or I'm just not, I'm going to slow down, right? Because yeah. I'm going to slow down and I'm not going to be able to ride this bike. So, you know, we all know the documented stories on who got on the bike. It was what Pichon, and then it was Lusk, and I mean, all those guys had, you know, they had days where they they were unbeatable, right? I mean, especially Lusk, but um, you know. <laughs> He was on the ground quite a bit more than he was on his bike. So, <laughs> you know, and that was a pure testament of what was going on. And, you know, I mean, look, they didn't want me saying all that stuff back then. But Honda was the first one to take a big chance on that aluminum frame. You know, I mean, that they, they put like a freaking road racing frame on the thing. It was so big, if you guys remember <laughs> back. I mean, it was, <laughs> the main yeah, the main spar bar there thing was like five inches thick. I mean, that was like what GSXR or, yeah. or CBR 1000 <laughs> had on it or MotoGP bike at the time. So it's like... Uh, you know, the change was just, you know, you got to, you know, applaud the chance they took on doing that. Right. And it looked sick, right? It was futuristic. It looked like completely different. It was like motocross bikes just went up to another level of like coolness. Mm-hmm. But it's all, it's all, it's also has to work, you know, yeah. and the functionality was just not there. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I look back then and, you know, I mean, it was pretty brave of me to go, you know what? buck the system at the time and i was pretty good at not following what people wanted me to do i just kind of followed what i wanted to do thankfully i was riding good enough where i could make the decisions on my own and go like look i could steer my career as long as i was riding good enough yeah and uh people were thought i was nuts like you're leaving honda really it's it really wasn't about honda i mean we had a great combination over there we had a lot of winning races it wasn't about honda and you know, in the end, we talked about the jet ski thing, and it all came out like, oh, they didn't want you to ride jet skis. Well, really, it was just basically boiled down to the bike. Yeah. You know, it's like I just felt like I had a better shot at doing something different. And, um, you know, thank goodness for Mel Harris and Suzuki at the time. I mean, those mm-hmm. guys stepped up huge. And, uh, you know, look, I, it's documented also that I complained a lot about that bike. But I'll tell you what, that chassis was pretty good. It just wasn't it wasn't very fast. Yeah. Yep. And again I remember it's, you know that bike it was just i was just a little bit ahead of its time right it wasn't quite where it needed to be and those guys were trying to make it better mm-hmm. i mean it was Larocco and albertine and some guys at the time but um you know the honda was so far advanced at that time even the 96 model that mm-hmm. the other guys were having a hard time keeping up with the changes that needed to be made mm-hmm. so um you know again suzuki pulled it pulled out all the stops and you know again we were we, you know couple races in i was on to my stock honda forks from la- the last year thank god thank god uh suzuki was on show at the time right because mm-hmm. then i was on show upside downs and larocco and albertine were pulling their hair out because i was sort of like a private team and again i was able to sort of dictate what i could do um and i got a lot of leeway on some of that stuff and you know it was just that was a weird time but yeah changing bikes i mean that, that I, I haven't seen i honestly haven't seen in our sport a dramatic bike change like the 96 to 97 there hasn't been one yeah absolutely has not been one so you know know, it's funny when i think about that bike uh for some reason they were available in japan far earlier than they were here so don emler went to japan bought one put it in suitcases and flew it back so he'd get a head start on the exhaust right Mm. And I was at Dirt Rider at the time, and, and Ken Fott had a great relationship with, with Don Emler Sr. And we got to test that bike before there was any in the United States for the media, right? Hmm. And it was funny because we we tested it. We did the photos at uh, Dr. Huss's track up in uh, Solvang. Did you ever hear about no, that place? Wow. Okay. Is it, there was a doctor up there. Yeah, he had a track. And he had a track in his backyard. So You guys went like secret testing. But we went up there. 
And Ken is like, so like, dude, it's secret. This bike is a secret. So I had it in the back of my truck with a sheet over it, <laughs> like tied up and this and that. And I got pulled over by a cop on the way home from the test. And I was like, oh, I wasn't speeding, was I? And he pulls me over and he goes, is that that new Honda? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he was like a motocross fan. And he had heard rumors that we oh, had wow. one of our, That's crazy. Yeah. That was like before the social media days. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So just nuts. like one in a zillion chance that he like yeah. saw you driving. He pulled me over. He goes, that's not very secret looking. You're attracting more attention with that sheet. <laughs> I was like, oh, he, he made <laughs> That's me like what they did at Paula this year with the sheets over the bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so I had, to, uh, I had to get out of the truck and show it to him so I didn't get a ticket. Wow. Well, if you weren't speeding, you shouldn't have got a ticket yeah, anyway. No. <laughs> He's like, show me now or you're getting a yeah, ticket. You're getting yeah. a DWA. <laughs> 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 That's but, crazy. Um, so, uh, uh, Michael, you started a, uh, a new uh, video series this week, last week, and uh, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty good, dude. You're like Anchorman. Yeah, thank you. Um, kind of if you can't beat them, join them. Uh, there's a lot of guys, some really good, some not so good on YouTube right now that do yeah. this stuff. And actually, I'll tell you who kind of put this on my radar was Dahmer. Dahmer is a big YouTube fan, and yeah. he would always tell me about, like, you know, what he'd been watching and Red stuff like team. that. And uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, What's okay. Up? And he, he had asked me a couple things before, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll watch one of these. And then... I don't know. I woke up Saturday. I'm like, you know what? It's time to do that. I'm going to be home for a while. This is probably easier than it's ever been now that everyone's working at home. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, you can pick up all that stuff. And everyone's everywhere. watching YouTube right yeah. now because they're yeah. all at home. Yeah. Yeah. So, but- yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. I think that it'll be like a fun thing to do, you know, a couple times a week or whatever. Just because like everybody that comes to the website, that's great. But it's the same thing of for a new brand like us, we got to build an audience and we have a massive YouTube audience. So mm-hmm. get them over there and then drag them to the website eventually. Yeah. It's funny. Cause all the comments on YouTube were the same comments I made to you after I watched it. Like mm-hmm. need, need some microphones, bro. And that's what I went and got first thing this morning. So nice. we're all good there. Second one should be much, much better. Yeah. Everyone's got to start somewhere, dude. Come on. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, dude, do you want to know how I started my podcast? You can't start out as a pro. So I, I had, Two models down from this zoom recorder, mm-hmm. and it comes with this thing on the top that it looks like a breathalyzer. It's got these two microphones like that. First podcast I did, I went to Malcolm Stewart's house. I put it on the dashboard of my car with the microphones pointing at us, and I went to Guitar Center and I bought like the music Sound foam proof. for the soundproofing foam that looks like zigzags, and I put them on the windows. That <laughs> so you made your studio in your truck? Yeah, it was like the uh, Toyota or rent Escondido. a car or whatever. Yeah. It was a little mobile. Did it work? Yeah, it worked, but it was pretty echoey. It was pretty bad. <laughs> and, then, and then the the next evolution was I got handheld mics, but I never read the directions on this thing, so I didn't turn my mic on. So I did this one with Vilpoto. And you he only had only, his voice? He could only hear me in the distance. But his, <laughs> oh. He had his microphone so close to his face, you could hear his like nose, his nose whistle. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he had a little booger whistle in there. Yeah. That's funny. But uh, yeah. So we got that. So guys, if you're listening to that, make sure you check out uh, swampmotolive.com. What is it, what is it called, Anton? Newsbreak. SML News Newsbreak. Break. Yeah. Yep. Pretty good. Pretty. If good. episode two gets ten thousand likes, I'll send Anton a Ron Burgundy costume. Yeah, I think scene. you should wear a suit and tie. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Trust me. You think? I mean, 
I got nowhere to go and I got all these clothes in the closet. You think I'm not going to use this as a chance to show them off? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plus it is getting cold. Put yeah. a suit on. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cold. cold. <laughs> it is very cold out here right now. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. We had like Halloween and all that stuff was good. And then yesterday, I don't think it got like over mid forties and it was windy the whole day. Yeah. So like today's a little bit warmer, but yeah, we're You're probably pretty... by like middle of next week. We'll be in the, we'll be like, you know, winter thirties overnight. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Hey everyone, Don Moyetta here. Over the past 20 years, I've built a ton of cool motocross project bikes. When it comes to choosing a great wheel set, my first call is always to the crew at WUSA. Importers and distributors of Talon, Kite, Han, and Edge hubs, the wheel building team at W is unrivaled when it comes to lacing them up to DID or Excel rims. Let's be honest now, next cleaning air filters or changing oil, tightening spokes is one of the most tedious jobs when it comes to working on your bike. When it comes to wheel sets from W though, you know that they'll stay straight and true and the spokes will almost always stay tight. There's a reason that factory teams and top riders everywhere rely on W. When it comes to anything wheel related, your one-stop shop is WUSA.com. Check them out. Hey, what's up guys? This is Connor Erickson, but you probably know me best as Buttery Films. Temecula T-shirt printers handles all of my merch needs and also services many other big players in motocross. Whether you're starting a brand or just want some team t-shirts printed, there's no one that does better work or has a service as good as these guys. Check them out online at TemeculaTshirtPrinters.com. Hey guys, this is Shane McGrath of the Star Racing Monster Energy Yamaha team. BC Fit Mills has been a huge tool in my success by keeping me healthy, energetic, and recovering the best way I possibly can. All their meals are super delicious, ready to eat, and take the guesswork out of trying to eat right daily. Visit their website at bcfitmills.com and sign yourself up today. Out here, on the edge, failure is no option. Here, you don't compromise. Off-road, on-road, on the track, off the grid. Sunstar sprockets and brake discs come installed in more motorcycles and all-terrain vehicles than any other in the world. Period. The engineers who design your bike trust and spec Sunstar for the same reason you should. Because here, on the edge, failure is no option. Sunstar, number one in sprockets and brake discs. Hey, it's Gohan, team manager of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team. Works Connection has been building the best aluminum parts in motocross for over 30 years. From the awesome Pro Launch Start device to their original axle blocks. Works Connection parts are designed and produced in California, and we are proud to use them on our factory race bikes in Supercross and Motocross. Check them out at worksconnection.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports Team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck 
is mention the show and tell them you want the action sports special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. So the uh, the weather forecast for many major east this weekend, Saturday there's a 40% chance of rain. Uh, Back east is 40% like a for sure thing or is, is that like out no. here in California? Um, no, we should be pretty good. Right. It'll be hit or miss. And even if it is that little bit of stuff, because I even looked this morning, it should be okay. They just don't need a water. Uh, it looks track. like the temperature, though, is going to be good. 70s. Oh, yeah, that means good. if it does rain, it'll be good. Or is it in Florida, right? No, Georgia. Atlanta, okay, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Oh, Reynolds, Georgia. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Mini Major East. Nice. I'm curious to see what the turnout there is going to be because, I mean, obviously, Mini Major has momentum here in Southern California. Yeah. And we just came off an 1,100 entry it's race, which gnarly. is giant. But I would say if we get 500, it's it's, it's a win for the first year. Yeah. Because, I mean, even our race Everyone's series Everyone's having record numbers, though. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But our race series uh, Terra Firma wrap-up yesterday at uh, State Fair, we had 490 entries. And, that and that's in spite of the Cal one, Classic right. going on the same weekend. Yeah. So. Glenn, or uh, Paula, right? Fox. Yeah. yeah. Was having something. yeah, it's yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. A lot of interest. A lot of people riding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of good to see that many people at a local race now because it's a throwback to... Back when, when we, we were younger, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Big races. When people I will, actually used to race. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot more friends racing since all this COVID stuff mm-hmm. that I didn't even know went to tracks, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Say so, hey, that uh, we were backing up. We were talking about, you know, Anton's show and everything, but media in motocross has changed so much since yeah. your heyday or since, yeah. since I was at Cycle News, right? Yeah. Like Cycle News used to be the shit waiting for a newspaper every Tuesday. Dude, I couldn't wait to read In the Wind. It was the best. <laughs> in the Wind. Just the full front. gossip section. Yeah. I liked it. Dude, we should make a newspaper again. Oh, come on, dude. Sick. No I just watch people. I just watch people re-racking the magazines at the grocery store right now. And, yeah, they ain't selling any magazines. So I no. think we're good on print. No. <laughs> I think we're good on print. Yeah. I think it's hard, you know. What you guys do is incredible because, you know, you have to have something new all the time. And, like... At least then you had five, seven days build up, right? You could mm-hmm. collect all your information and blah, throw it all out there at yeah. once. But, um, you know, it's almost like it'd be cool to maybe just cr- pick a day that all your stuff's, you know, that you, you know, maybe it's twice a week now, right? But mm-hmm. then you could just like people zoom in to go like, what's new for the last two days? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. instead of news every single day, because then people are like, I'll just pick it up in a week and then I'll collect all the news back, you know, yeah. that I missed. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. It's so I, crazy. Did you hear, uh, did you hear that all the other quote unquote trans world titles went under last month? No. Yeah. They uh, pulled the plug on all of them. Oh, Excuse really? Me. You know what? I um, think Donnie was telling me that. Yeah. Even like the ones that thought they were going to just be bike magazine online. and yeah. all those people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah bike, trans world surfs skateboarding so that snow, dude snowboarding. that one dude that bought it all just tanked it all yeah, yeah. Dude, i think did, did david pecker doesn't even work there anymore right no he, he got re- no he didn't like step down they just moved him into a new position uh-huh. but yeah it's he's not as controlling as he once was in the company mm. um and yeah that's a big deal for a lot of people too because that shows how bad that you know they had a lot of a lot of titles, a lot of like teen interest titles that had been big forever and stuff like that. And the whole bottom of it just fell out, mm-hmm. you know, especially with those kids, too, because like like MC said, everything has changed so much. You know, we almost have to be instantaneous. But 
also at the same time too, I know there are people that are not playing on their phone all the time. And if you miss one day, it feels like you missed every story there is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much stuff comes out every day, I guess. Yeah. Still, it's like we were saying like, you know, last January, we were thinking, oh, it's the end of the world. It's kind of a blessing in disguise because we got a head start on everything. Right. Can you we're, imagine if we would have gotten laid off during COVID? Yeah. We're we're not trying to launch Swap Mode Live during COVID. Right. Oof. Well, and you have, what, 10 months, 11 months on those dudes that all just got let go last yeah. week, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which is great. I don't know. It's funny. I I was so lost, like at that San Diego Supercross, right? And I, just, I can remember you grabbing me and going, dude, just buy it back. Buy it back. And I'm like, I don't have that kind of money in your home. You, you figure you it out. Figure it out. Business isn't hard. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got plenty of friends and partners and stuff yeah. you know of. It's, it's, yeah, you just got to do it. Yeah. Plus, you know, the formula works. So you're just like, okay. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you get left on an island, you're like, what the hell? And you don't <laughs> you know, yeah. Did you guys see the video this week of... um? RC going green? I did see that. Yeah. So that's a Mitch bike, right? That has nothing yeah, to do nothing with... Nothing with Cowie, right? Yeah, nothing with Cowie. It's just Mitch. Yeah, no. It was, uh, people like started texting me about it. And I'm like, what do you guys want me to say? Like, I'm not threatened by any of that. It's yeah. fine. I mean, the more green, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's cool. I think it's cool. The Some of the footage looked cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was strange. Yeah. It was strange that, you know, it was a pro circuit stuff. And, you know, I know Ricky's, Ricky and Mitch are good buddies. So you, I don't really know what's going on there, but... Um, yeah, it wasn't really cowie backed. It was just kind of they—they they were as surprised as we all were. Yeah, you know what's funny about it is how little he is again, dude. He's so he looks small. in shape, man. Yeah. The guy's been working hard. Yeah, yeah. bro, it looked Stuff like O two RC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or O one, yeah. Um, hey, the big thing on that too. Yeah, he's not gonna have any Kawasaki backing. RC wants to do a lot of like adventure, those big rides like he did uh, through the Dakotas and Yellowstone and all that uh, in the next few years. And he already sounds like he has a big um, adventure bike brand lined up for that. He does, so, doesn't yeah, he? The, Triumph, isn't he? Been, yeah, like yeah, promoting Triumph. Triumph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he'll be doing that. Um, but he has. I mean, look at how big the Fox stuff is. You need RC to be throwing whips for catalogs and everything right. too. So good for him to have a have that kind of connection. I guess that bike had been done for a while though, and had just been set in Mitch's. Like there was no real rush to get it out to him in California or in Florida. Mm-hmm. It's weird, you know. Um, it's you know how you know how everyone's so sensitive about moving around and brand loyalty and all this stuff lately. Just like you could see what he was posting on his adventure rides and stuff. And when he switched from Suzuki to Cowie, you know I don't know if maybe it's a money deal, but if it wasn't, then why wouldn't he just stay on a Suzuki so it just looks uniform and you know whatever? But yeah. new is good. Tired new is good. Yeah. He's tired of kickstarting. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> plus Cowie's way better. Yeah, anyway. plus. <laughs> bike of the yeah. year, man. Cowie's way better. So, all right. Yeah, good move. Good move, Ricky. <laughs> you know what's cool? You know what I thought of? Mm-hmm. I was like, sweet. Now we can make a video together. Yeah. Yeah. Little RCMC video. That's yeah. what I think. We need to recreate that uh, that poster. Oh, no, we don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we yeah. don't. No, that's yeah. like one of the absolute worst posters ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the one time you came up short, huh? Well, I just went to whip and he was so close it scared me, so I like full dead sailor, like <laughs> and he's just cranked, dude. I'm like, whoa. And then you know, then next thing you know, it just becomes like the an iconic poster and I'm like, oh, ah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I can whip hey, it, MC, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> MC, didn't you have like a firework thing tied up on the back of your helmet that night? Yeah, I had something going on where if I touch my gloves, it was supposed to spark off my helmet. Some some trailer, you know, invention that we <laughs> were always but uh I don't know. Either I didn't I touched it and it didn't work or I was so freaked out by Ricky whipping it next to me that I didn't I bonered it out and didn't do it. <laughs> I kinda was a little scared to be honest, because think about it, if you hadn't really tested it and you I had these touch points on my gloves, so if I would have touched two metal points it was supposed to like whoosh, shoot off some so i was a little bit scared like it was in a burn burn mirror. the back of your well, my head up <laughs> on, uh, so we always come up you know we have, troy always had some funny ideas back okay then, remember so. that the 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 helmet i remember the most at troy Lee's holding it was that one that had all those crown things on the top did you yeah. not ride in that because it was so heavy yeah i didn't ride in that we i rolled out in it mm -hmm. but it was so heavy there's no way i, I mean that thing was I broke my head off the my body if I would have tried to ride nothing. Yeah, it looked it's like probably a, like twenty five pounds. It looked like the Taj Mahal on the top of this helmet. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool though. How about when you put a flag on the back of your helmet and then every little kid at Paris on Tuesday nights had an American flag? Mm -hmm. Like that same week. I should put a flag on my helmet again. You should. I like it. Screw yeah. the fins, just do that. The fins cool too though. Fins are making a comeback. Yeah. You think Mohawks will ever make a comeback? No. <laughs> Did they ever actually? Were they ever? What do you mean come back? They were pretty cool. Just in the you were you were five at that time. <laughs> yeah, I was five. Yeah, I was only yeah, fifty. They're pretty cool when you're five. <laughs> the eighty-five beginner class. Yeah. How about at our race series, that kid with the mohawk and yeah, that super hot the green mohawk. one? Yeah, the green but his mohawk, mom. right? Yeah. Yeah, his mom. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's some moto milfs at our at our race series. I'm sure there is. <laughs> there's a lot of little kids racing these days, so there's got to be some hot moms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. So. uh you're going to put a fin on that new helmet of yours? Yeah. Have you ridden in it yet? Uh, Yeah. No, there is a fin on it. There the is? new one. Yeah. Oh, it's the stock yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Benny put a fin on it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Benny's yeah. trying to bring back that he little. Is. Yeah, I think yeah. it's, yeah, it's it's got an MC fin on it. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. It looks sick. So, have you ridden moto in it yet? Or just ridden around? or worn On around? that helmet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the new belt. Yeah, I've, I've ridden in it two times. It's amazing. Polo, right? Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Freaking the venting on the thing, I, it feels so amazing. So, yeah, it feels uh, – I'm so pumped on that thing. The comfort, it's light. It's like all carbon, the one I'm wearing. So it's yeah. really, really sick. Bell did a good job. In that. I can't and what I, what I think is cool is they – you know, I love when they keep the integrity of the brand, right? right. So Bell, it still looks like a Bell. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's a newer, modern version of Bell, mm -hmm. which is cool. I yeah. like that. Is that your call? Do you need to go downstairs? No, I don't know if he's here or not. But anyway, no, I think I'm good. <laughs> I'll call him back. So, uh, Michael, uh, I think Malcolm and Ferrandis are doing their first day on Super... No, not Ferrandis, just Malcolm. Supercross today. Barsh is doing suspension Ro testing today. Yeah, Ross, really? Ross is up there with Malcolm. Yeah. Doing KYB stuff. And... Uh, you say Barsha's testing? Yeah, WP is doing stuff today at Marietta. So a lot of stuff's going on. We need to fire up our drones. I think Cooper's. <laughs> I think Cooper's there too. Yeah. Doing stuff. Yeah, I know he's down here for his wedding, and I saw the KTM rig there. So he didn't get married here. Yeah, in Temecula. Yeah, did he, he did. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, Benny made it sound yeah. like he was out of state. No. Oh no, that was that was like Fashion Week for everybody yeah. in Moto. I couldn't believe. It. I've never seen that many people in Temecula. It was, it was weird. For what? <laughs> For Cooper's Cooper wedding. wedding. Oh. 
I was rolling down yeah, the freeway were... yesterday, and I seen every all the overpass. flags. Yeah, was Trump, Trump, <laughs> the Trump train going on. It's pretty funny. Oh my goodness, it was crazy yeah. yesterday. I didn't, um, I didn't know Cooper got married. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm stoked for him. Yeah, he got married on a Thursday or a Wednesday. It was the day I filmed Mookie. It was that night because Benny had to run from Thursday State then. Fair to. To yeah, get yeah. ready for the wedding. I guess yeah. everybody, I guess all the days blend together this time, this yeah. time of year, you know. It's like, yeah. Yeah. But still, it's kind of nice to get married on a weekday so you don't ruin someone's weekend. <laughs> right? <laughs> You're thinking do, of somebody else? Yeah. Do what you want on the weekend. But, uh, man. So, you are, uh, you're headed to Georgia as well, like we are? You're I am, yeah. For, you're I'm heading out for a Maxis, uh, meet up with the Maxis guys. Is all Chris Meyer going to be there? Chris Meyer is going to be there. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Chris is going to be there. Brad's going to be there. A couple other Maxis guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and then actually, yeah, when I get home Saturday, I'm going to Baja. Yeah, yeah you're going to sick. Baja. Yeah. So what is that for? Is that a That's just our, thing? It's a friend's trip that we go on, go on every year. So yeah. there's like probably six or seven cars, maybe eight cars this year. I'm not sure. Um, and we all kind of start in Ensenada. So we drive down. We have a chase truck. You do? Yeah, we have a chase truck. And we're going to do about 12... Maybe 1,300 miles in about six and a half days. Dude, that's oh, awesome. Wow. So the KRX-1000 is making its first appearance in Mexico, mm-hmm. the new side-by-side by Kawasaki. So excited about that. I just was loading my parts yesterday, and I'm up here at the shop today to get my tools and everything I'm everything ready. So uh, it's going to be fun. I'm taking Rowan, I think, my daughter. Is she, she driving drives. her own? She's, take, she's going to ride with me the first time. Ride with me. But you I'm going to let her drive a, a lot okay, of it. Yeah. Did, you, did you get her a better face shield that seals? Yeah, I got her a better helmet now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had a conversation with Benny about that. Yeah. He actually fixed their helmets so they work better now. Oh yeah. That's yeah, because yeah, I so called him. I was like, "Hey, I was in, uh, I was in Havasu with Jeremy, and his daughter is, she looked like made sp- for good footage though. Yeah. Her face was all dirty. <laughs> I just couldn't imagine what the eyes felt like. Oh, Rowan's eye, Rowan's face looked like. I mean, she was, she wouldn't leave my bumper. So I mean, I'm like, look, you can back off. I'm not going to lose you. Yeah. yeah. We have radios. Yeah. Yeah. You can back <laughs> off, but but she didn't, man. She was just like, I'm not getting lost. I'm right there. Yeah. What I, tires are you going to run on the? I'm going to run 32s. Nice. For that. The, Carnivores? Is that what it's called? No. Carnivores, yeah. Carnivore. Yeah. Not Rockzillas. Not the Rockzillas are for crawling. <laughs> yeah, rock, Rockzillas are for crawling, yeah. You know, like, I just want to know when Derek's going to come through and I'm going to have my own KRX 1000. They're selling them all right huh? now. They can't be giving That's them now. That's all, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And I want a green one. The Dude, green I ones saw, look factory. I don't, want the gray, I don't want the gray and yellow one. I want the green one. I saw yeah. a white one yesterday. Carl has a, my friend Carl has a white one, yeah. It's pretty good. They had blue ones there, too. They have blue, white. They have um, red. I think I might even have a red one. Yeah. I like the green one. Cali green does should look be good, green. though. Yeah. Oh, speaking We're, of that, did you see uh, on Instagram, Eli's selling his green Porsche? Did you <laughs> yeah, see I that thing? Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> that thing's gnarly. That thing's gnarly. GT2, dude. Yeah, I don't know what it is. GT2 or 3 RS or something? It's like two hundred something thousand. It's a fast car. Why like, is he Whoa. selling it? Baby seat doesn't fit. Baby, yeah, oh, it definitely doesn't. They have a roll cage in those. Yeah, no he, that he's got a list of all the add-ons on there and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty pretty sick. Why don't you buy it, MC? I don't really <laughs> like Porsche much. You could do some Porsche racing. Isn't no. that what Peyton used to do? He used to do like with with the DC Fab guys. Mm-hmm. He used to do like uh, little Honda Civic racing. Oh, oh okay. really? Yeah, wow. like track racing with mm-hmm. Hondas. Mm-hmm. back in the day he probably has done some poor stuff too mitch has done a lot of car racing but his serious thing that he did they all raced together in the hondas yeah and crx's and whatever else there were huh. 
Pretty nice. cool. Well, uh, uh, I think we'll wrap this up unless you have anything to uh, to bring up, Michael. No, I'm all good. I just uh, excited to see you guys this week. Should be a good one. Always good to talk to MC. Jeremy, thanks for jumping on with us today. That was cool. Yeah, buddy. It's good, yeah. to, good to hear your voice and stay warm. Get, so, get your suit all lined up for your next YouTube appearance. Yeah. <laughs> Something. Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, guys, if you're on the East Coast and you have a kid who rides a mini bike, you need to be at Silver Dollar MX Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the Mini Major East presented by 7MX. That's where Chase. Is that Matt Walker's track? Yeah, yes, Matt Walker's is. track. Nice, dude. Yeah. The Stalker. So we're we're going to do some cool. uh, daily you know, broadcast from there, like a show. Yeah. And so I'm sure Matt Walker will talk through all of our memory cards. I'm sure he, he will. Loves, I, he I see talk. all the videos from his track because I follow him. And uh, he puts a lot of time in out there. <laughs> he it loves looks those like, selfies. It looks like that track is just pretty bitching. Yeah. So yeah. it should, should be a good race weekend. Yeah. Should Hopefully the rain holds out and everyone has a blast. Yeah. Yeah. So don't kill Wilson in Baja. Yeah, I'm not. Know. He's riding with my nephew Jaren. So, so I'll, pass? Tell, I'll tell. I'll pass the message to Jaren. Okay. <laughs> hey, Jeremy. Yeah. Do you guys have cell phone service down there? We do. Yeah. Yep. Ah shit. Why? That means he's gonna be calling me. Oh no! <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell him to back off. I'll tell him to back off. <laughs> it sounds like oh vacation. No, he might yeah. not have oh. service because he uses that what, Sprint PCS prepaid or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, the like Cricket that. Wireless? <laughs> yeah, Cricket. <laughs> <laughs> cricket Wireless. Metro PCS. That's funny. Yeah. I gotta be. I hope we have Wi-Fi and stuff at certain spots because Rowan has to do school. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What grade is she in now? She's ninth, in ninth grade. Ninth grade. High school. So five days in Baja missing high school. But, I mean, she's at she's online schooling, right? Yeah. yeah. She's getting straight A's, so it's, I'm not stressing over that. But it'd be nice for her to be able to check in at certain points to... Yeah, do, do a little work here and there. You know what you think about though? What a social activity high school was, right? It totally. sucks that they're missing out on that. Oh yeah. But I, I also, yeah, I was, she's uh, she's in Spanish too, so this would be like it's a work field trip. Oh, there you, <laughs> you know? go. She might get <laughs> extra credit. Yeah, she might. So <laughs> yeah. maybe she's going to help us uh, be able to communicate while we're down there. there you You're going to need to make her order lunch. Right. She Trust me, I'm going to I'm going to test her skills. <laughs> <laughs> She'll probably not, she probably won't be quite as embarrassed when you're down in mexico actually speaking trying to speak spanish well, i don't know maybe you're more embarrassed because you're self-conscious among the amongst the natives because you think they might be laughing at you yeah she's got it down more than she thinks but she won't speak it around us you know how it goes yeah <laughs> so <laughs> well cool hey guys thanks for listening to the uh kickstart podcast presented by pro Tabor. jeremy thanks for joining us good and, times uh, guys we'll uh see you next week all right see you since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.